Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia coffee, and am enjoying a cup today. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we talk about and we share and celebrate the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. He has set us free. The Son has set us free. And now we talk about how we can walk and live from the freedom that He has already provided. So I hope you are doing well wherever you are listening from. I want to uh, today make this a little bit more personal uh, and share uh, kind of a personal testimony uh, from my from, from my own individual life, and I'm I'm calling this episode "Turning Point," uh, and this is actually going to lead into uh, kind of a series that I'm going to be uh, starting here. But uh, turning point, and so I I actually I believe that in everyone's life, uh, and the number can vary, but there are a few. Probably you can count them on one hand, maybe maybe only two or three uh, of moments in in someone's life that are what I would call turning points, or they may be breakthrough moments, or they may be uh, cata- you know, catal- uh, catalysts, moments of opportunity where life was going in this direction and all of a sudden it stopped. And there may be a fork in the road, or there may be you have to turn totally around and go a different direction or something like that. There are turning points. There are opportunities that are given for a change of direction, for something new to come out of something old. And I want to talk about that today and share a personal testimony uh, for me. I, I don't share a lot of personal stories uh, on this podcast, some, but not not a lot. But I, I, I think this can be beneficial and help. Uh, and it's also just cathartic for me to be able to share it because God's been kind of calling me to do this now since the beginning of this year. And I and I haven't done it, but today is the day. So, uh, so anyway, turning point. And so I, I had one of those moments uh, a little over five years ago, and I'm going to share uh, something about that here in just a minute. But, but it, it may be, and I'm not talking about those big life moments per se of getting married or having a kid. I mean, obviously, yes, those are those are transformational moments in our lives, right? Uh, but those are often planned. Oftentimes, these turning point moments, these breakthrough moments, are something that Maybe you're outside of our control even. Maybe it's a health diagnosis. All of a sudden you were going in this direction and you got the health report from the doctor. Maybe it's a financial crisis that was out of your control and all of a sudden you were, things were looking good and all of a sudden everything stopped and, and didn't know what to do. Maybe it's a relationship crisis. More oftentimes it's, it's, it's this, right? A relationship crisis. You thought you knew the person. You thought they would never do this to you. You thought they would never... Uh, leave or abandon or betray or whatever that word may be, and all of a sudden, boom, stop in its tracks. And there's a turning point. There's a decision to be made. There's there's something that's going to be. You're faced with something, and so that happened for me. And 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 oftentimes, the healing that we want comes through these opportunities. The the healing that we actually maybe not want, but but need and desire. Because uh, oftentimes the want part of it is we <laughs> we don't necessarily want to go through these turning point moments. We wouldn't ask for them. We wouldn't ask for these circumstances. We wouldn't want them uh, on our you know upon ourselves. Uh, but they come, and 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 the goal is the goal is for God to whatever He allows in our lives for Him to use that 
to show himself to be faithful, to show himself to be real, to show himself to be the one true God in our life, to show himself to be our life, the source of our life. And so it's been much of the freedom journey for me of being able to now sit in this podcast chair with you today and talking to this microphone. Five years ago, if you were to ask me that, I would have probably looked at you cross-eyed and slapped you across the face, maybe maybe not that much, but I, I would have looked at you weird and was like, what are you talking about? There's no way. And so God took a circumstance, a, a turning point moment in my life, and has now gotten me into this place where I am now enjoying and embracing, not not always completely, but so much more than, uh, than, than I was. And he used this pivotal moment to pivot me into a new direction. And I still had choices to make, and I'm going to talk through some of those, but there was a turning point. And so here it was. So I'm, I'm going to read an entry from a journal that I wrote uh, a little over five years ago, but Basically, the turning point moment for me was uh, a car accident, a pretty bad car accident that happened to me uh, five plus years ago now. Uh, you know, I'd been in a few fender benders up until that point. I'd been in you know, a couple accidents here and there, but this one, this one really got me. This one was uh, basically at me going 60, 65 miles an hour down a highway and was sideswiped, uh, was hit into... Uh, the median of a of a, of a highway into the the metal uh, median uh, you know uh, bar that's there, and was basically trapped in my car uh, and couldn't couldn't get out couldn't open my driver's side door and couldn't get out of the uh, passenger side because it was all dented in, and so. First of all, realizing, uh, am, am I okay? What just happened? You know, obviously, those of you that have been in a car accident, you know, it's a traumatic event uh, in general, even if you just get into a fender bender. But this one was was pretty, pretty rough. And so I'm just like, okay, is everything still attached? Am I okay? And, and physically, I was. Uh, but I just, I was like, oh, wow, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. So I was okay. And so I called, you know, the necessary people and, and everything, you know, kind of worked itself out. But the, the idea of being trapped in that vehicle, uh, and I'm going to talk about this more in just a little bit, was actually a metaphor for my life at that time. Uh, I felt trapped in so many ways in my life. Just life was kind of just, I would guess I would describe it as just kind of going through the motions I wasn't really living. I was more surviving. I wasn't thriving, for say. I was just kind of getting through the days. Uh, and it was a very challenging season. It was a season that was really culminating probably in, uh, in three years of that in some ways, and gradually getting worse, but not really processing through it, not really dealing with some of the things that were going on uh, in my life, continuing to kind of stuff things and not really uh, you know, talk through a lot of things, and so then literally feeling feeling trapped in my life, and then now here actually literally being trapped in in my car. It was it was like the physical metaphor of what my life was at that time, and uh, and I was you know it was it was confusing. It was it was discouraging. I you know I don't know if those of you out there that believe in midlife crisis 
or not. Uh, but I, I would say, looking back, that I was going through that. I was going probably through one that was building up, um, you know, uh, for about three years. And I was, I was dealing with depression. Depression has sometimes uh, been a reality for me. Uh, but not, not really seeing it as that, just realizing there was something wrong. There was something wrong in me, but I wasn't processing my emotions. And so because I was stuffing everything in and, and just because life has to go on, right? You just got to keep going. You just got to keep moving. You just got to keep going forward. And then all of a sudden, this turning point happens. All of a sudden, it was like God just decided to stop everything and... And looking at, at, you know, at the time when this happened, of course, I would, if you were to ask me, I would say absolutely not did I want this to happen. There were a lot of things that developed that I won't go into that, that, that happened, you know, out of, out of that accident. One of them being losing my vehicle. I was totaled, didn't get any, you know, the person that caused the accident uh, was not, was not insured. So we didn't get any financial uh, thing from it, but that's a whole other story, but but just um, just at the time thinking, there's no way that I would want this to happen. There's, you know, and, and even at the, the point then of, why, God, why? Things are already kind of tough. And so why? Why this? Why now? And, you know, the questioning of God. And, and, and ultimately, as I'm going to talk about probably in the last part of this, is what happens is when those moments come, oftentimes we're, we're forced to to deal with things, we're forced to look at what we actually are feeling and believing and thinking. And it forced me to actually look at some of these beliefs that I had had that, that actually one of the lying beliefs at the time was, well, because I felt trapped in my life, and now I physically am trapped, that uh, God had left me, that he was kind of done with me, that he, was, he had more important things on his mind and was kind of through with me uh, and had left me. You know that, that he was really kind of done, and there was there was that fear of like, okay, God, what are you really trying to do here? And so now, five years plus later, I can look back at that in a totally new way, totally different way. But at the time, I would have never wished on that. And that isn't that how how it works? These turning point moments. So oftentimes, if we choose to allow God to to work the tra- the transformation in us to process through it. Uh, you know, God can do His work in and through us, through that. They can, they can become our greatest blessings in life. Our greatest sources of pain can become our greatest blessings, our greatest sense of freedom and transformation that God uses in our lives. Absolutely. But at the moment, I didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't, I didn't think that that was going to be true. It's like, what? okay, another just piling on kind of thing. Uh, and so that's that's really what I want to share. And I'm going to read a, a read a, a part here from my journal. And this was actually a couple of days after uh, after my accident. And so some of this is going to be maybe uh, a little bit of rambling, but I want to uh, kind of expand on a few of the points in here. So I, I share this out of my journal from August second, uh, 2017. Uh, so it says this, it says, the last few days have been, quite frankly, a blur. I was in a car accident on July 31st, and it shook me up. Uh, I've been an emotional basket case. My body is sore, uh, and I will heal, but the emotional trauma lingers. Uh, it could have been so much worse. I'm so grateful for Jesus' protection, and then I'm alive. Uh, I'm trying not to be dramatic, but this was the worst accident that I've been in. Um, 
My emotions are so mixed up. I have a new appreciation for life and how precious it is. Uh, I praise my Lord for His divine protection and grace on my life. I, I could be gone. Uh, he kept me here for a reason. Um, the other side of this is dealing with the loss of my sense of safety, stability, and security. The loss uh, of my car. I will never step into a car the same way. My sense of safety and control. The thought that I could, this could never happen to me. The emotions of it all. And today, dealing with other things that, I, that just got me frustrated and upset. I'm done. Absolutely done. All of this just sucks. It sucks. You know, I'm just being real. It's been two days now, and I can't believe it happened. It seems almost surreal. I have more unanswered questions than I do answers. Everything happens for a reason. That's what we're told, right? God, show me a deeper piece of who you are through all of this. I feel like this is a spiritual marker for me. I will not be the same because of this. I can't. I won't. God will prove himself faithful. He always does. Lord, you got this. I I have been talking about, about where in my life am I operating out of faith. Well, here's my chance because I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no answers. God, show me. Lord, help me. I will trust. I know you will provide. The song the Lord brought me to is Rich Mullins, Hold Me, Jesus. He held me in his hands during the accident, and he always will hold me. He holds me up, and he knows my name. He calls me son. He loves me. He's my rescue. He rescued me. He is my life, my everything, and he still has a plan for me. I'm here for a reason. My purpose is to bring him glory, and through this, I give him all the glory for saving my life. Well, I get a little emotional reading that. I get more than a little emotional in, in a different way now. Uh, at the time of writing it, it was it was an emotional. I was an emotional basket case, I would say, because because again, I I was dealing with so much. Actually, I was not dealing with my emotions so much, and so then it all just kind of stopped. There was this turning point. And I think one of the first things that I would point out is just what I was writing and what I was saying. These turning points often. Uh, shake up our sense of security, or our, our sense of expectation, or our sense of control. Uh, we think we are secure in these things. We think we are uh, in control of certain things, and then something happens. It's a turning point. It's a moment of, I'm going in this direction, but but oh boy, that sense of control is, is shaken up. That sense of security is shaken up. But it, in the moment, it did give me a new appreciation for life because God protected me. It could have been a, a whole lot worse. God protected me uh, from from it being that. And even though I had some physical aches and pains and had to go through physical therapy, it was more now dealing with the emotions. But he gave me this. It, it did shake up my sense of control and realizing that he ultimately is in control. And I don't know about you in your own life, in your own situations, maybe you can think now to a turning point in your own life where God did that. Uh, He allowed that to happen. And because now, here's where I would say five years ago, I didn't believe this, but today I can honestly say that because I truly believe that God is always loving me perfectly, he's always loving me perfectly, that he, he will allow whatever he needs to allow in my life, uh, for it to happen for for my good. He doesn't call everything good. He never calls the car accident good. He never calls the traumatic events that happen in our lives good. He never he never calls all that good. But he says he says I want to use all of that 
for your good, to show myself to be faithful to you, to show myself to be trustworthy to you, to show myself to be fully loving you perfectly at any moment. I didn't, I didn't believe that five years ago. Sure, sometimes I still have doubts, but boy, am I a lot farther along because of what he's done in that. And so, so that's because, so now I can see that in a different way that he, he allowed that to happen as a turning point in my life because now five years later, uh, I'm living a totally different life in more ways than one. And, but it took that, it took that, and now I can see that God used that as an opportunity. It was always an opportunity for me to not just choose to do things differently, but to choose to ultimately trust Him and to put my sense of security and faith and hope and control into His life, that He's got it. He's got it under control. And so the other part I want to say in this is that I talked about how I just at some point I was like, I, I'm expressing that I'm just done. I'm absolutely done, like, it, like acknowledging that it sucks. We need, to, we need to be real with the fact that difficult circumstances, uh, for lack of a better word, they do suck. And we need to be okay to say that, like just like, and I, I, that's actually a good place to be because it also shakes up our sense of these things are going to always come through for us. We're never going to have to go through these kind of things. And whatever that may be in your life, whatever example that is for you. And so just being real, that, that actually is a good place to be where, where uh, we get to the end of ourselves, if you will. We get to the end of our own um, beliefs that, that this will never happen or this is just going to, uh, you know, everything's just kind of trucking along. And, and, it, and it comes oftentimes, these turning points come when we think that everything kind of is that way or we're just going through the motions. And then again, whatever, I don't believe, I mean, everybody, there's car accidents every day, so I don't, I'm not unique in this, right? But God allowed this to happen in my life. Now, I don't believe that he caused it, but he allowed it. There's, there's people that will differ on those kind of things. Uh, God did, wasn't, didn't wake up that day and say, okay, let me see what I can do to hurl at Matt this day to, to wake him up or to give him a turning point. No, I don't believe that. He allowed it to happen. It happened. And now what are we going to do? He doesn't, he doesn't call that good, but he says, now, Matt, if you're willing, let's go through this journey together, and I'm going to take this thing that happened to, number one, provide a turning point for you, give you an opportunity, reveal some things to you, and then now let's take this journey together and, and walk this journey together. Uh, it's always to reveal. It's always out of love. It's always whatever he allows in our life is always for our good, whether we see it as good at the time. And he doesn't call those traumatic events as good, but he says, I want to use those. But it's oftentimes coming out, we have to get to the end of ourselves, I guess, in our own self-sufficiency, our own sense of control, our own sense of security and whatever that may be. My sense of safety and security was, was shook up at that moment because, quite frankly, I could have died. I mean, it, it, it could have been something where God protected me and he still wanted me to be around for a reason. There was still a reason for me to be around. And I want to say, so oftentimes when these turning points happen and we're presented with them, uh, we think we're just going to make this choice and everything is going to be kind of better immediately. Well, this was not how it happened for me. And I'm going to talk this through over this next series that I'm going to be doing about God's healing in our lives, uh, of how that often doesn't happen. It, it actually... Uh, we actually go through some maybe more bitterness, confusion, 
frustration. And that happened for me for a period of time where, number one, yes, I was grateful to be alive, but it, as God began to reveal things to me and th- other things happened, there were other turning point moments that actually came out of this cat- you know, catalyst moment. This was the catalyst moment that gave me the opportunity, but I still had to make some choices and I had to go through some pretty difficult things over the next probably six to nine months in order to kind of get through this turning point. So it wasn't just immediately, okay, that, that, that accident happened and all of a sudden my life was was different. No, it actually, in some ways, I went through the ringer, if you will. And again, God loving me perfectly. I didn't see it that way at the time. And so I said, everything happens for a reason, right? That's what we're told. And then I, I wrote in here, you know, God, show me a deeper piece of who you are through all of this. And I feel like, I said, I feel like this is a spiritual marker for me at the time. I said spiritual marker, and I believe that. And this, And, and I'm saying turning point today because it was. It was a point in my life. I can. Sp- I think there's certain moments in our life, pinpoint moments, where we can, we can put a little uh, thumbtack on the on the on the map of our life, and we can say, if that didn't happen, things would have probably just kept going the same way. If that didn't occur, if 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 God didn't either stop my life or or something like this didn't happen, it was just going to continue to go this way. That's what I call a spiritual marker. That's what I call a turning point. Moment And that, for me, is something I can always reflect on. At the time, I didn't reflect on it very positively. Now, I can see it in a totally different way that God began to use this, because I say right after it, I, I don't want to be the same because of this, and I'm not. God has transformed me in so many ways and brought up lying beliefs and false beliefs that I had be, out of this. And like I said, the biggest one was that God had left me, that He had abandoned me, that I was trapped Literally and, and, and figuratively in my life, and yet I thought God was gone because I didn't feel him. I didn't sense that he was there. And so I wasn't going to be the same because, because then I had to make a choice, though, of allowing God to enter into this healing process, to, to walk with me on this healing journey, that he will prove himself to be faithful, and he has. That Lord's got that. God's got this. And that's what I want to say to you in your life, whatever circumstances you're dealing with, whatever turning point moment you may be going through. He's got this. He's loving you perfectly in it and through it. He's not causing it. He may be allowing it uh, to happen because we live in a broken world. We live in a fallen world, but he's working it for your good. I don't think I believe, I don't, I, I don't, I didn't believe that five years ago fully. I believe that fully, even though I don't always live it and trust it fully. I believe it now fully. I don't always act on it all the time, but I believe it now. And here, this was my chance. This was a turning point moment, my chance to do something different. And here's where it was. Is at the time when I wrote this journal, I had no answers. <laughs> and that's when you come to a place where you say, I have no answers. I'm done. I have no answers. I'm at the end of my rope. And then, that's actually a good place to be because then you stop trying to figure it all out. And you, you, you have an opportunity. It's a moment. Again, I use that word opportunity. These turning points are opportunities for us to actually admit we have no answers <laughs> because Christ is the ultimate answer. It brings us to the end of the self-sufficiency, the control, the security, whatever way we find our identity in these other things. That was my chance. 
Now, there was a period of time where I didn't necessarily take advantage of that chance because I, like I said, I went through about six or nine months of kind of wrestling through this. But God, in His sovereignty, was in control of all of that too. He knew I needed to process through things. And I finally took some time to actually do it. And that's what I would say. Another thing I wanted to share in this is that I finally took some time to process through the emotions. We're going to talk about that in some upcoming episodes of God's healing and, and how He heals the, you know, these emotions and these lying beliefs that we have. But I, ha- I finally took the chance. One of the ways that He transformed me was to actually take the chance to process through what I was going through. And the fact that I felt trapped. Why did I feel trapped? Why did I feel overwhelmed? Why did I feel like my life was just kind of going through the motions? Because I, I admitted the fact that at that time that I had no answers. And I asked God to show me. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to move forward. I didn't know anything at that time. And, and then he brought that song to me as I, I said, hold, hold me, Jesus. It was like he was, he was holding me in that car. He was protecting me in that car. But then from each day forward from that life, it just became more of a reality for me that he holds me up. He knows my name. He calls me his son. He loves me. He rescued me from that accident, that he is my life, he's my source, he's my everything, he still has a plan. I could still say that then, but I really, truly believe that today, because he kept me alive for a reason. And my purpose is to to trust him, my purpose is, is to tell others about him and the freedom that comes through him. And that is, that is why he kept me, kept me around, because he still had a purpose for me to be here on this earth. And I think what happens is when these, sometimes when these turning point moments, I'm going to end with this, sometimes when we have these turning point moments, we, we simply just try to kind of put those things behind us or whatever happens. Like, like the car accident happened, I just need to move on, put it behind me. But the whole point of it was not to do that. The whole point of it was there were things in my life I wasn't dealing with. There were emotions, there were, there were beliefs, there were things that I had that had been building for years and years, and I just kept putting them off and just because, like, wait, what do you got to do? You got to get up and, and, and go to work and do the same thing, and it just became this treadmill of life, and God had to stop the treadmill. That's how I see it. I, I see everything through a spiritual lens, and he had to stop the treadmill in my life, and he gave me an opportunity, but, but most, most people, I think most, most of the time in Christian circles, when something like this happens, we just want to get past it, or we're told, just move on, get past it. Forget the pain, just, just go as quickly as you can through it. And, and, and really, I think this denial then, which is what I was already doing, but this denial is kind of the favorite way that most Christians deal with things. Uh, it was, the fa- it was kind of my, one of my favorite ways, because even though I'm a counselor and I can talk through things, and I you know, was a teacher and a communicator, you know, those things I could communicate, I wasn't always great at communicating my own emotions. I could listen to somebody else, but I wasn't always great at that, and so God began that journey in me too. But, we, but denial really is, is kind of the favorite method of coping. Let's just move on. This turning point moment happened. This spiritual marker happened. God wants to use it, but then we're just like, eh, okay. But Jesus works, Jesus, this is how Jesus works in our lives. The Spirit of God works in us. He wants, he wants this truth to be known in the innermost being of our lives, of our souls. And so he's got to take, he's got to, we've got to allow him to go there with us to those wounds, those wounded beliefs, those wounded 
lying, lying beliefs that we have. We've got to allow him to go there. Otherwise, we don't experience the healing. And that's where I'm going to go with on the next on this on, on this next series, and I'm going to be doing of God's healing process in our lives. But here's the thing: um, the, most of the growth that I've had these these turning point moments, most growth in my life, spiritual growth, has come out of these painful moments. And I actually think I'm learning more that this can only be accessed through the difficulties, through the challenges, through the pain. We don't typically turn to Jesus in the midst of when things are kind of good, when things are kind of all in place, when things are kind of all where they we think they should be, when our sense of security and control and fulfillment are all kind of lined up. You know, God, I know where you are if I need you, but I kind of got this, this is going kind of good right now. So I, I'm convinced of that more and more. But it's not that God's trying to bring this pain in our lives. It's, how, it's, the, it's the work that he wants to do in us to transform us. I don't want you to go through whatever turning point moment you've had to go through any more than I wanted to go through my car accident. But it's how we learn. It's how we trust. We don't just, we have an opportunity not just to bandage it up and put a Band-Aid on it. I, could, I had the choice to put a Band-Aid on all the three years of buildup that I had in that moment, but God was giving me an opportunity to say, okay, let's, let's dig deep here. Let's go to those lying beliefs. Will you walk with me through this? And those are the invitations. That's another word I use a lot. Those are the invitations and the opportunities to go with him into what? Into the deep resources of our soul. Into those deep waters of the heart where where those lies are buried deep down. And we've been carrying them. Some of you have been carrying those lies for so long. You don't even, you've forgotten how long they've been there. You don't even know they're there probably. He wants to go. It's an invitation. It's an opportunity to, to reveal those lies, to journey with him into those deep places. Yes, it's going to hurt. But that is where the truth actually sets us free. We're already free. But now we can experience this truth because then Jesus says, yes, you know the truth. I'm in you. But now let me reveal these lies that you've been believing. Let me show you this in a loving way, not in a condemning way. And so he's saying, the invitation is don't just bury this anymore. Don't just move on. Don't just try to cope. God, what are you wanting to say through this? What are you wanting to reveal through this? And as I will share more in the series that I will do, um, God did that. God did that for me. And he wants to do that for you. <laughs> And I want to end for, with this. I think one of the things that I needed to know in that moment, that turning point moment, I I needed to know uh, that God was with me. And I needed to know that I, my heart was good, that I matter to God. I can't think of two greater things that we need to know in this life is that God's with God's with us and that we matter to him. That, that my heart was good. My life circumstances, maybe I didn't think were good, but that my heart was good. And so now show me, God. 
show me this. And I, I, I ask God that if, if you're struggling in life right now, if you're, this addiction won't go away, if you feel like maybe God's bringing you to a turning point moment, ask God to show you that your heart is good, that you are good because he lives there in your heart. We're going to talk about this more. And, but also that you matter to him, that you matter to him. And so over the next six to nine months, and I'm, I'm going to talk through this next time too, but tears of grief began to flow more freely because I began to process through probably three to five plus years of emotions that I had just buried. Um, I began to kind of allow Jesus to open up some of those wounded beliefs that I had in my soul. I began to just kind of, <laughs> just like, okay, God, I'm going to let you hear. I'm going to let you hear. Expose this lying belief, reveal it. And he began to. And I, I let him. I, that's a choice we have to make. We don't, we don't have to let him heal those wounded beliefs because most of the time we're just told just to move on, just to cope, just to, just to get past it. But through a period of time, I began to allow God to go into those places. And I was reminded of all these, these ways that the enemy had lied to me and I had accepted it and believed those lies. He just kept throwing these darts at me, and I was receiving them and accepting them and thinking that they were true. And the deepest then question became, God, what do you think of me? What do you think of me? Show me, Lord, that, that my heart is good. Show me that I belong to you. Show me that I matter to you. Show me that you haven't left. And, and he revealed that, and I believe he wants to reveal that to you. Your heart is good, Christian. Your heart is new. Your heart matters. You matter deeply to God, no matter what you're going through. And so that accident was a turning point for me, a turning point in so many ways, not necessarily for better circumstances. Sure, I've had some opportunities to do some things I never would have thought, but the greater goal, the better was was what I said in my in my notes is that... God, show me a deeper piece of who you are through all of this, deeper understanding of how much he loves me and how much I matter to him. That was the goal that he had, and that's, that's what he's done and what he is continuing to do. That's the transformation process. And that he showed that he's never left me, never left me then, and he still never leaves me. And so we're going to go into this a little bit more, but... I hope that resonates with you because uh, there are turning point moments, and I did have to make some choices, and we're going to talk about those uh, you know, in the coming episodes, but there will be choices that we have to make and that I had to make, uh, because just because God gives us that turning point moment doesn't necessarily mean we're going to use it in the way that God wants to use it. We may use it for something that would be that lead to bitterness and lead to going a completely opposite direction uh you know and not in not a transforming way in more of a bitter way of you know just being angry at god for a long period of time and just totally feeling like you're you're uh, uh going the other direction not in that god wants to use those turning points to reveal himself to be faithful to be trustworthy so that's my message, and I'm, we're going to talk through this. I went a little longer today, but thanks for staying with us. And uh, we are going to do a series coming up on God's healing process in our lives. So I hope you'll stay with us for that. 
please reach out to us if you have any questions, if you have any comments, any feedback. Uh, we also do offer one-on-one coaching. If you need to go through the healing process and the freedom journey, and you've got things in your life that you just need to process through, that's what I do on a daily basis. Uh, so reach out to us. We'd love to uh, walk with you in your own freedom journey. And so as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.